Welcome back. Welcome back. You. Another episode of Verbal Gunplay. It's your boy Danny. L Double the Golden Lion. Yes, yes. Happy New Year's, y'all. Uh yeah, speaking of New Year's, um, shoot. Uh tell you how my New Year's went, and then you could tell me about yours. Okay. So, you know, my New Year's, I spent it. See, now I know I'm just officially 40 now. I declined so many invites to go out and about hit the streets. Want to go here for game night. Want to go here for the club. Want to go here. We got a table. Okay, now. And you know what I opted to do? Gave me some food. Put on the game. Stayed in my bed. Oh, you chilled like alone? Yeah, by myself. Damn, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was like. That was like confirmation. Like, all right, nigga, you old. <laughs> like, I, I, I hope I ain't watched yet. But I was like, all right, you old, you old. Uh, but yeah, no, it felt good. It felt, felt mature. It felt, uh, <laughs> it felt responsible. It was nice. It was nice to have a little, you know, have a nice little drink, just chilling, and and knowing that I'm in the safety of my home, you know, because. You know, you go out in the streets, anything can happen, especially on New Year's, you know. Yeah, I've been on that for yeah, decades. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it was my first time in a long time just being in the house and alone. So, that was, um, yeah, that's how I brought in New Year's. Bro, we actually haven't had a podcast since before Christmas. Actually. So, uh, I know what you did for Christmas because <laughs> I got the pictures. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said. He said. He said. Forget New Year's. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta circle back a yeah, little so bit. Yeah, circle gotta, back to. We gotta last, go back another week. Oh, the okay. last podcast, you know, when Nola <laughs> was on, my man said you was gonna wear some matching pajamas. We was like pics, or it didn't happen, right? So I had him send me the pics. <laughs> Yo, that shit happened. <laughs> it happened. It happened. It happened. Yo, I'm out here. Nah. <laughs> no, it definitely. It definitely happened. Uh, yeah. No, Christmas was a uh, Christmas was cool. Christmas was cool. Uh, the matching pajamas thing, uh, gift exchange. We cooked, watched movies. You know, it was, it was a good time. It was a good vibe. You know, I what'd mean, you get? Uh, like food wise, I mean, what'd you get for Christmas? Oh, uh, like some small stuff, like like old old guy stuff. I like a wallet. Uh, I mean, don't say small stuff, man. That's the thought that counts, bro. It, oh, it's the thought. It got something. So you know, yeah. could have been nothing. Could have been nothing. Um. Yeah, I won't. I won't embarrass and talk about what I did. But you know, who embarrass who? Yourself? Nah, 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 nah. She, she, she felt some type of way because it's like, damn, like you went all out. Ah. That that kind of thing. Ah. She's like, I thought we was gonna do something like, you know, how like you ever done like a secret Santa, mm-hmm. and like they say there's a limit, but then you got somebody <laughs> that might go above the limit. I felt like I went above the limit. Maybe, but y'all wasn't discussed. It wasn't like y'all said something. Nah, it was just, it was one of those things where like, I just, what I did one day, I just was looking at things that I thought was awful, filled up my Amazon cart. Yes, see. And that was that. That's cool, man. You did what was in your heart. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, listen, I'm I'm still new at this, but you know, (laughs) trying this uh, grown man thing on. But uh, yeah, how was your Christmas? Uh, We like really toned it down this year. My kids is mostly grown. Um, I spoil my kids most of the year anyway, so they don't. They didn't really want a whole lot, so mm-hmm. we didn't really buy a whole lot. Like the kids didn't even get up to wake us up to like nine. You know what I'm saying? Like 
It used to be like five thirty. Like, can we get up? Can we get up? Yeah. But now, you know, everyone's just kind of like, let's just do this. So I go back to sleep. <laughs> right. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. So it wasn't like we didn't do nothing like super big. We didn't buy like a whole. Bunch but you of cooking stuff, right or not? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made like a whole like Christmas brisket. Took me pretty much all day yeah. to smoke that bad boy. Yeah. And then we had brisket and sausage. Uh, what are those like stuffed potato, or whatever okay. loaded potato? Yeah, Woo. it was good. So that was pretty much uh, my Christmas, uh, just hanging out with the family. Um, we were supposed to go out to dinner, but uh, my daughter's job like screwed her on the hours. We got them not even going. We got all dressed up to hit the drive-through. <laughs> all the plans wound up canceling. But you know, we spend time together. My uh, second oldest daughter came out from California. She was here for about a week or so. Okay. So she got to spend time with the family before she went back home. Uh, so there was we had a good time. There was no blow ups or no arguments or nothing. Everybody got. I was going to say that's always nice, especially <laughs> in the big family gatherings because yeah. you know the reunions, the holidays. You know that's typically in the black in the black homes. It'll yeah. be it'll be something usually that might pop off. Yeah, we went to my brother's house. Just dipped in right quick. I dropped off a present up from my mom. Okay. He's like, "Hey, hello, everybody." My sister-in-law talking shit like always. Mm. Something about, yo, my sister-in-law gives me shit every time I come over there. Yeah. Now, family out there, you tell me who's right or who's wrong. Uh-oh. I come into your house. Is it to visit you? Is it my responsibility to come find you wherever you are to say hello? Or are you, as the host, supposed to say hello and greet me when I come in? What do you think? I mean, I would think the host would greet you. Nah, not her. She in the back tucked off somewhere, and if I don't come see her, she's like, you can't come see nobody, you family. Like, yeah. you the host. Yeah. Yeah. In that, in that context, you're right. The host should come and see you, but I, I can understand her point. Like, she's like, you family. They could, like, just come see me. If it's a just family, then why are we talking about it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, she brought it up. Yeah. So and we wouldn't yeah. we wouldn't have talked about it. And this is not the first time. Can't so, come say hi. This is like her thing with me now is a shit talk me as soon as I come to the door. Gotcha. <laughs> about gotcha. something. I don't take it personal. <laughs> I talk shit back. Right. She'll be like, oh, you definitely Theo's younger brother. Y'all exactly the same. <laughs> Here we go. But besides the, you know, the normal family ribbon and whatnot, it was it was cool, man. We had a good time. Cousins, uh, my brother's kids obviously was there. We got to see the cousins and you know, we all had some jokes. They was all in like matching onesie pajamas and stuff. It's pretty cute. Not really. Uh, before we get off of Christmas, I just want to say this is completely left, but I'm gonna need black folks to do better when it comes to these Christmas movies because there's nothing worse than looking for a Christmas movie and there's a whole slew. Of ghetto ass movies. Oh yeah, I yeah. went through like <laughs> I went through like fifteen minutes of like eight movies, and it was all trash. Like just like super duper cheesy. Listen, I know with technology you can get a movie made with like five grand, but please don't make it look like it. Was least... you on Tubi or something? No, I was on like Amazon Prime, oh, HBO. Wow. Like I was on like legit streamers. Wow, looking for Christmas movies to watch because that's what we did. You know. Well, I should say she was looking because I had my list. I, I knew what I wanted to watch. My movies was clutch. You know, you can't go wrong with like Home Alone and Elf, like Die Hard. You good with those. We talked about that, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't think she had a list prepared. She's just like, oh, this has a uh, 
this has high stars. Let's click it. And I'm like looking at the movie. And you know how you could just like kind of look <laughs> at like a movie title. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, uh, sure enough, that is what it was. Like I'm watching the movies and I'm just like, yo, turn this shit off. Like this is bad. Like <laughs> bad, like bad. I need y'all to do better. Listen, you want to spend 5000 on filming? That's fine. But please, please spend more than $20 on the script because... Uh, I, I just had to get that out because it was it's bad. It's bad. Um, yeah, but yeah. So that's that's a that's how the Christmas was. Uh, spent Christmas, you know, you know, doing the the, the couple thing. But then uh, New Year's, I was alone. But you know, she had already had some other plans. You know, she was you know out the country. You know, I got to step my game up, get my passport, whatnot, so I could start doing the same kind of thing. You got a passport? Yeah. Okay. When was the last time you went out the country? Over. Oh, where'd you go? Cruise. But where? Where'd you? Oh, you don't need a passport for a cruise. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. If you dock from US, you just need a birth certificate. I did. Uh, well, I guess you could use a birth certificate, yeah. but I have a passport. Gotcha. So gotcha. Well, I use the passport. When's the last time that? you flew international? That's Ooh, a better. That was probably back in 2012. Oh, my God. Went to. Uh, so you're not even using your passport technically. Nah, like I, that wasn't like cruise related or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, when I just actually flew to another country, okay. that was back in like 2012. I went to uh, St. Lucia. Great time. Okay. Great, great story. Swim that That's for another pod. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I've never flown internationally, so I don't know it aside from the movies. And I was having a conversation like, you know, because uh, this person I'm talking about, they were flying like American Airlines and dealing mm-hmm. with delays and stuff. And my whole thing is like, when it comes to flights, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm a cheap ass nigga. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the dude that has the, the frontier go wild pass, and I'm spending fifteen dollars to fly. Yeah, but nah. see, at least in my defense, if I'm spending fifteen dollars on a flight, I expect delays and cancellations. If you're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on flights, and you're still dealing with ghetto behavior mm-hmm. from the airlines, I look at you like, That's why happen. are you wasting your money? <laughs> That's gonna happen, you know. So especially when you're flying international, then you'd be switching planes. Like when I, yeah, we switched to a plane. That shit might as well have been a propeller plane where they're drying the clothes on the outside. Yeah, and then when you yeah. get out, they like you know you used to pulling up into the tarmac and you get into the airport and you have that little tube to come out and you walk up that. Go straight right, to the right, right. Oh, now nah, you're getting up on the on the on the tarmac right there. Yeah, and walking out there, other planes landing. It's crazy. Yeah. Wind blowing and stuff. Yeah, and they just yeah, like yeah. the doors over there. We're like, ah, damn. Yeah. And then, like, what we're used to flying domestic, it's mm-hmm. not as si- that simple. I guess you got to go through like all these different global entry checkpoints. Yeah. And mm-hmm. It's like it's like a checkpoint within the checkpoint of the airport. I'm like, check your bags and check what you're I was in like, dang. I was like, it's crazy. I used to had a job where I flew like a lot, like domestically. Yeah. Like, I would be in a different city literally every day, five days a week. I come home. For maybe forty eight hours before I'm out in the world again, and that's a it was a, it was it was cool, but it was confusing. Yeah, this is yeah. when I realized hotels, especially the chain hotels, are all set up exactly the same. But yeah, um, I feel like that's a good segue. Uh, all talking about flights and planes and whatnot because uh, I don't have a passport, so you know I've never been to Epstein Island. Ah, <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, that list is getting ready to drop. Uh, it was supposed to drop today, but you know, they said it was about 250 names on the list, mm. and then 
recently as of today, I heard it's going to be released with nearly 200. Hmm. So that tells me one of two things. One, there might be some underage minors on the list. So obviously, legally, I guess they can't release that. Yeah. Or, or somebody people with some money is like, hey, here's $10 million. Keep my name out your mouth. Out your mouth. <laughs> like when they will when they best Will Smith impersonation. <laughs> but I wanted to bring it up, uh, not for the nasty, sick behavior that was going on on there. But what else so, is there? Well, more so this, because we live in a cancel culture. Mm-hmm. So the big thing is, as far as uh, one of the big names that we're, we're that the that the black community is usually cool with is the Clintons. Like Bill Clinton, you know, he was, oh, a, he, he was, he was our dog when he was in the office. It was a joke. You know what I'm saying? I mean, compared to Bush, he was our person. dog. He was our yeah. dog. Um, so supposedly he's been back and forth on that island, like upwards of almost 50 times. I mean, we knew he was Mr. Nasty, man. We knew that. Bro, what other kind, what other kind of person would get head under the Oval Office desk? That sounds like some fly yeah. shit, though. <laughs> you ain't no president, though, nigga. I'm just saying. That just tells you what kind of person this dude already was. Yeah. At the same time, I mean, not from his wife or something like that. It was just, yeah. And it was a secretary in power dynamics yeah. like a mug. But, you, I mean, of course Clinton was out there getting it on. Shit. You know, Hillary, I'm not going to say she knew all about that, but she, yeah. know, she know what kind of duty he is. She know what time it is. Yeah, because I ain't going to lie to you. You know, that, that sounds like some baller, some baller shit. Like, you you the, the ruler of the free world. And you just down there, you know, just chilling, answering phone calls, getting some. Like, I'm the president. Like, I'm uh, him. You talking about in the office. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you were talking about be some baller shit going out to that island. I was like, no. Where you, I was like, no, where you going with this, no. nigga? You were talking about the money thing. <laughs> no, as far as the, the, the kiddie pool, that's crazy. Like, I don't even, I don't know. Like, I, I told you. You know, you know, you have to be wired a certain type of way. Told you money and power, bro. Because like, like with me, like when I look at kids, I don't even think sex. Like when I look at little kids, I think like video games, toys. Like when I look at them, that's just what I think. Like like play, but not like that kind of play. But see, they don't do that. Well, I guess I don't know. Well, I don't think they went like kid, like child, like clearly a child. I think they went for that ambiguity, like right on the edge, twelve to fourteen year old kind of. Stuff that's, I don't know. What you talking about kids and stuff? I'm, when you say kids and toys, I'm thinking you know six and eight year. But I mean, doing like, but supposedly there was there was some some of those on that island too. Damn, for real? That's what they oh, said man. they said it was it was there was some youngins and there were some tenderonies. Yeah. So damn, I mean, that's crazy. But I bring it up to say I was you know I was hoping the list would have been out by now, but it's mm-hmm. not. But what I think is an interesting topic. Who, because obviously it's a lot of people positioned in power that's on that list. Mm-hmm. Who do you think? And I'm gonna put we're gonna put people on blast here, but who do you think could be on that list and it would crush your dreams? Like, like you know how they say you never want to meet your idols, kind of thing. Because I feel like if that list comes out and there's some names on there, like some people that I I don't want to say look up to, but highly respect, it'll like crush my world. So, yeah, I got what you so said. my my okay. question to you is, give me a few names of some people if they were on that list where you would just be devastated. First and foremost would be Mr. Rogers. 
Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. The one that died? Oh Is he God. dead? Yeah, he did. Well, oh, he not. Well, you don't know how long Epson Island's been around. Though. Well, yeah, he didn't die uh, a long time ago. He, he died semi so recently. Mr. Yeah. Rogers was on there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That would be terrible. Uh, Mr. T, I looked up to Mr. T. Pity the fool. Yeah, but his actual like in person, he was a great guy. Was for the kids and all that. Um, I can't really think of anyone else off top that was like this person. Oh, you know what, Lavar Burton. Read Mr. Reed and I, I see. I see where you're going with these. With these people, people it's who all have, people that have the trust of the kids. Yeah, that have the trust and be around kids. Well, you don't really see Laura Burton around kids, but you know what I'm saying. Like he, was I mean, but Wayne, but I remember him as a kid. <clears throat> yes, I'm saying I can do anything. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, yeah, him. I think those are the ones. Most anybody else, any entertainer, like musician, I don't put it past none of them. Any. Most other actors and stuff, see, the people I named aren't really specific. Well, I guess LeVar Burton was specifically an actor. Mr. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, he yeah. was an actor. He was in Star Trek. Nigga, I know. He was the Cyclops of Star Trek. Don't do it. Well, you did the eyes, the little eye thing. Visor. It's called a visor, sir. He was a Cyclops, bro. Anyway, uh, basically, yeah, any other entertainer or something, I like would not put it past most of these people. It's not like... I just don't have that kind of faith in anyone outside of someone who's been specifically around and championing for children. I think I can see that the, the fucked up part about it is you only think of men. Could be some women. We we know that when we was younger, there was older women. I had a couple times when I was twelve and around there, my uh, family, not family members, but some of my mom's friends was like, I don't know, they just kind of looked at me. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we know, so I'm just wondering if there would be any female names on that list, and who would they be, and would they be looked at as badly as the men? Because think no. about no, yeah, because think about no. the whole cougar shit, man. Yeah, no, they if, wouldn't. If a woman is 45 and is messing with a 20 year old, they're like, "Oh, cougar, get yours, girl." Mm -hmm. If a man is 45 messing with a 20 year old, why are you yeah, dating that little girl? Yeah, you know I'm saying so, but I still think this does swing down into the illegal. So, so this is what's going to happen. Everybody's going to get side eyed. Everybody's going to get judged. All that stuff if their name's on the list. Mm -hmm. But to your point, the men are going to feel it a whole lot worse than the women. The men on that list, like for example, the Clintons are on there, and everybody's talking about Bill. Nobody's saying anything about Hillary. Wait, so both of them were supposed yeah. to be on there? Yeah, but everybody's talking about Bill because see, you're right. Mm -hmm. You know, even though Hillary might have been over there, a little ten year old pecker. Just Playing around with it, that might be her thing. I'm sorry, but was that too? Was that too I graphic? Was trying not to wretch. Yeah, that's but gross. I'm just, but I'm just saying, you know. And then he, what? I mean, as a as a girl, what else you gonna do with a little boy? Okay, but why why you had to do this? What, just playing around. You could have just said it, but you did doing bing, it. Bing, 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 bing. I don't know, playing ping pong. I don't know what they do on the island. Could you stop. Just stop. I mean, gross. On the tennis court. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So. Um, for me, devastated would be. I'm gonna drop some bombshells here. Yeah. Okay, and this this would be probably hard for me to recover from. Get it to me. Um, Denzel Washington. That if his name was on the list, I would be crushed. Like disappointed, but not crushed. I would know. I would be crushed. Like you. Like, that would be my first, like, I'm looking at the, like, you? 
So it's going to be a lot of progress. It's going to be. like, <laughs> and, and this is a sick, twisted, fun game to play. Yeah, like, Because I'm hoping that these names that we're saying are people that aren't going to be on there. Okay. Like, This is why we're saying devastated. Clearly, if names like Trump come out, we're going to be like, eh, yeah, expected it. Yeah, we you know. know. Uh-huh. You know, none of us going to be devastated by that. But, you know, like uh, like I said, Denzel Washington, that would that would destroy me. Um, I would say... I hope he's not on there, but he's retired now. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis? Yeah, man. I, I was a big Bruce Willis fan growing up. Oh. He's in so many good movies, Armageddon, The Die Hards, like... It would tarnish his legacy, especially with him being sick, yeah. you know, pretty much yeah. on his yeah. way out. And uh, yeah, it would be pretty bad. Um, Chris Tucker. It would crush me. I go back. So it's just, I look, it's I just go people back. you're fans of, right? That, that, that's what yeah. you're... Yeah, I don't know none of okay. these niggas. <laughs> but I mean, like, none of those people, to me, behaved in a way... That would make me surprised that they would do something like that. Except maybe that Zon's been a pretty straightforward, honorable guy, as far as we know. But everybody else, like, I mean, Chris Tucker's a wild boy. Okay. But that would just raise he, even more suspicions. You're on Epstein Island and you was best friends with Michael Jackson. It would just, it would just best bring. Best friends with Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? You know, in the last five years, he was always where MJ was. You know, granted, once he got that rush hour fame, who didn't want to be best friends with Chris Tucker? You know, he was him. He was him in the the early 2000s. I guess. Your list is getting kind of long. Who else? No, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, okay. that's it. Hey, you know, I'll throw an honorable mention there. Samuel L. Jackson. Again, bro. It's not, again, it's not like he, I'm looking at him and I'm like, yeah, he's a sicko. No, it's like, there's nothing about him that would make me think he's incapable. Really? Yeah. Samuel Jackson, you you would if he was on the list, you'd be like, eh, okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. What's your beef with Samuel Jackson? Yo, I don't I don't got no beef. I'm just saying there's there's nothing about. Why his... would you even think that Samuel Jackson? What do you think he was on the island getting sick and tired of these little fucking dicks, mm. this little fucking pussy? Like, what you? Could be. It's possible. You know what I'm saying? There's, I'm, the reason why I said people like Mr. Rogers and Mr. T. And of, I, no, I see where you went with that is, angle because of the yeah, trust. The yeah, trust thing. Yeah. Because they built their careers almost on the trust um, and they built connections with the youth. Yeah. Right? So Yo, for them to then so, do that, that's it's so, sick. That is so sick and twisted if that was true. Because I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking like you ever see like one of those dudes where like they walk into a room and you know they feel like they that nigga with theme music playing? Like all I picture is Mr. Rogers just looking at the whole buffet lineup of kids talking about it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Could you be mine? Would you be? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> oh man, yeah. And some of these guys, their their ego, they would be on some shit like that, really coming out to their theme song like you. You, you, you. <laughs> yeah. You're sick dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what just played in my head, you know, when, when you said Mr. Rogers. Yes, I was just saying. So yeah. I don't, uh, like I said, man, and I don't got nothing against Samuel Jackson or uh, who, who else did you say? That's crazy. Uh, Chris Rock. That's not Chris, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Yeah. Uh, I just, 
there's nothing about their character and how they move that will make me think be shocked. So, so let's say uh, any of these uh, movie stars or music entertainers or whatever, let's say that they're on that list. Do you cancel them? Like, do you stop watching their movies, listening to their music? Or do you mm-hmm. continue to support them? Like, ooh, that new Denzel's coming out. I don't give a fuck what he was doing to little kids. I got to... I got to see the Equalizer 4. Well, number one, if his name's on the list, he's not going to be working no more. So unless, unless mean, he's paying for his own stuff, he's not going to be working no more. It's possible. Oh, he black. He's a black male. They get his ass up out of there. That's Denzel, though. I don't I, think you get that's Denzel. That's Denzel is a statement you can make that has weight with us black folks. 70% right. of America is not black. Or what? More than that? Eighty percent America didn't do a damn about that shit. But but the black folks is the ones that support Denzel. I mean, listen, when R. Kelly what was I'm around, saying when, is look, we don't got the power. When R. Kelly was out here running rampant, that was us still buying the albums, still going to the shows. It wasn't no white folks. That was us until he actually got canceled, and then that was it. And most of his most of his audience, I mean, R. Kelly definitely had some crossover appeal, but he was real big with black people. Absolutely, it's especially. But Denzel is too. But Denzel's also a real big with white people. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's and just, the ones in power who could make sure his ass never work again are white. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh well, hopefully, because I know he's on a he's on a um, rehabilitation tour of his image. Um, Denzel? No, uh, finish. Uh, Will I hope Will's not on there. I didn't want to even. Throw I wouldn't him be surprised. In. I didn't want to throw shit. him in the mix. If Will or Jada was on there, I'd be like, yep, I kind of, I honestly, I kind of expect them niggas to be on that shit. Tell me I'm wrong. Listen. You, I, I've you heard, know you I've, expect it. I've heard the Carters are on there, so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect that, but knowing how Jay especially loves to do power moves and shit, it's possible. Now, Jay is also the kind of dude that will go there and not actually do nothing, but just be there for the moves and the connections and whatnot. But we all know it don't matter. You and Nasty Company, and you was there. You knew what was happening, hey, even if you didn't participate. Hey, he was in the studio and did two albums with R. Kelly. So hey, I can't put nothing past hold. It's not quite the same thing, but I get what you're saying. What are you talking about? You go to the studios. This is documented. R. Kelly would have bedrooms set up in the studios. He'd be in there doing his nasty stuff. And Jay Leah Burson was always a sex nigga. You know what I'm saying? Unless he saw some young kids. But or something. That's what I'm saying. Like, so if you went to your if, you Jay-Z, I'm R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. We we cutting a, a joint album together. You see, I'm on some freak shit, and I got a little kid, little girls running up in there. Mm-hmm. I put you in an awkward position. You I got that you, first album done. You coming back to do a second? Yeah, probably not. That's, that's what I'm saying. Unless that first one made a gang of money, then maybe you get Oh, didn't. that's crazy. <clears throat> I'm just being real with you. So, so you, you make you make a couple million dollars. You like, eh, if that's what Danny like, that's what Danny like. I turn my head. But see, that's see, this is a good one about nigga accountability. That's nigga accountability. How yeah. niggas keep each other accountable? We mention that you're doing some fucked up yeah. shit, but then we leave you too. All the time, bro. You can go out with your homeboy who's been married for thirty years. Yeah. He's messing with some chicks. You might, you might not even Garrett definitely. You might say, hey, bro, what you doing with your wife? You know, and he's like, nah, nigga. Like, <laughs> and that's the end of it. Yeah. So when they be like, "Why don't you men hold each other accountable?" We do, but we, but I can't make him yeah. do nothing. I'm put gonna your, say, put, "Hey, put your dick back in your pants, bro." Like I'm gonna say what I say, and then that's it. And I guess the only thing I could do after that is decide if I'm still gonna hang with him. But it's the same shit. Like he probably said something, maybe he didn't. Okay. And was like, "I'm gonna let him do what he do." Everyone else is aware. It's not just. It's not specifically on me. A lot of other people could say something. 
and I'm just, you know, go make my money and get in and out the studio and act like I ain't seen nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's probably what he was doing. Not even probably. That is what he, he was said, doing. That is what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely don't believe, especially when you got Beyonce in the cut. I mean, I ain't going to say he ain't cheated on her because clearly he has, but I don't I don't see Jay cheating on Beyonce with little girls. I just I'll give you that. I don't see that. So, with saying that then, okay. and again, this is all allegedly, folks. We're not saying they did nothing, but just hypothetically speaking, yeah. you think B was with him, participating in his bullshit on the island? Could that be possible? I'm just not even that. I'm saying the two of them together you never know it's all speculation we all know we'll see yeah this is all this is all alleged and hypothetical so don't cancel us before we get started <laughs> don't cancel us before we get started and without knowing his top 10 i'm sure jay's in his top 10 oh you, for you and my yeah. top 10 as well so i don't want no beef i'm we a just, 90s we just baby. we just talking hypotheticals i'm a 90s baby and even a quote jay-z biggie jay-z or Nas. that's the top three eh that was probably my top three like 10 years ago. It stayed 20 years way. ago. So someone since then has topped their accomplishments. Uh, Before say, we look, go off on a tangent, look, look, look. this has to be solved now. No, okay? we can say so, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just telling y'all, we like to stay on topic, but this shit needs to be solved now. Okay, so. I would have to say Jay, Big, and Nas are in my top 10. Okay, but you said they were in your top three. Who came through with bigger accomplishments Oh, or, a lot, or of, people, like a lot of people got bigger. You could put maybe plenty not accomplishments, of but who impressed you enough to knock those dudes out the box? I would say you got to give a little credit to Wayne at this point. Wayne probably knocked Biggie down, and I'm not saying look look at the face, look at the face he's making. <laughs> zoom in, zoom in right here, <laughs> and I'm not saying based off just bars because Biggie had the bars and the flow, but I'm just saying in its totality. Biggie just don't have enough out there now to the point where somebody came with more and it just kind of bumped him down. That's what I'm saying, like the Lil Wayne. Look, if it wasn't, and let's be real here, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for the Quentin Miller allegations, Drake would have an argument of being in the top three. I don't even think that's I mean the current top three. No, of all time. Of all time? Drake, Drake has an argument. Number one, the top three is always subjective to the people. And if you want to make it right. even, you have to put some sort of actual metric on it. Yeah, but yeah. we're just talking about our own. like. But this but this is what I'm saying. Because at one point, Biggie was my number one, is what I'm saying. Biggie was my number one. And over time, he has... Just because he hasn't been alive to put out more material. Just people have just done so much more. Like, because I had, he hasn't I been had alive. Biggie hired in Jay-Z at one point. Now I have Jay-Z at number one. You see what I'm saying? Like, Jay-Z has just done so much that it's like, I'm sorry, Big. Like, yeah, these first two albums, classics. But I'm sorry, Jay just has more than you at this point, And he's done more than you at this point. All of that being true. Okay. But the reason why Jay wouldn't be my number one, only because his actual lyrics mm -hmm. and stuff, the only, only besides, I guess it would just be him getting smacked on Ether and then some of that state property stuff. We was on that hard when that came out. Yeah. Pause. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. Don't need to pause. Now nah, we was we was on that riding that up. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Red card. Flag on the play. Fifteen nah. yard penalty. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We was yeah, we was on that. So, but I never Jay Z's lyrics and his music never. Here we go. I guess we have to pause this. Never touched me 
<laughs> like some other shit, man. Like the you know the reason there's like a single line from Nas. Okay. That I always remember, okay. and I've used it in my life to this day, and which has made always make him number one. And it seems so profound. Wait, time out. Make who number one? Nas is number Nas one. Nas number one for me. That's interesting. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He said, and uh, I think it's "Take It in Blood" on the second album. He said, "Why shoot the breeze about it when you can be about it?" Right. Which means why sit around and talk about shit? We can just be out there doing. Cause niggas talk around and say a bunch of talk and do a lot of this, but don't nobody really be doing that. So even for myself, mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of talking until now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do a lot of doing. There's no other rapper who has any kind of influence on me like that than Nas. And that, that's just one of his lines. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I personally, and I realize this, personally connect with him more than I do with a Jay-Z. So we're talking yeah. about bodies of work. I would I would tell you that so, Jay-Z has a more solid so body of work. Your, so I'm assuming your list is Nas, Biggie, J for top three out of those three? Nah, Biggie's going to be in third. Okay. Only, again, only because he just, they've put out so much more. Exactly. So it's weird. Exactly. And I got Nas above Biggie now because Biggie's just falling down the list. And here's my real hot take. You want to hear my real hot take? Mm-hmm. Pac ain't in my top ten. Hmm. Mine either. Oh, okay. Hey, right on, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be to- totally honest, bro. I was never really that much of a Pac fan when All I was right, don't, don't. In, the, in the middle of it. Nah, bro, look, I'm going to go and get mine off. Everybody was like, oh, Tupac was such a revolutionary and for the people. Did y'all forget what this nigga was actually doing? Y'all was like, you, you go back and you listen to some of this cool revolutionary shit he said. But if you go back and see what he was actually doing was some regular round the way nigga shit. Was he really uplifting the people? Nah. He say something cool in an interview, but he is out there shooting and doing dumb shit and fuck your bitch and the click you came. Like every other ignorant nigga out here. So just think about that. Anyway. Hi, I'm Danny. That was Lamont. <laughs> for, you, for, the, for those of you uh, listening, not looking at the moment. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, okay. So we see eye to eye on that. But yeah, so like I said, at one point, Big was at the top and he just over time, you know, it happened. He just a little lower. I got you. I, I don't got him below Drake or anything like that, but but who knows? That's a relief. Who knows? <laughs> I do like Drake, and Drake's definitely had some iconic music where certain albums come out. I know where I was living and how old I was because I bumped it kind of hard. So I'm not like anti Drake or nothing. Yeah. I think I didn't really like Drake when he first came out. Like Take Care, I didn't love that album when he was they was love all that in album. that on that hashtag rap and all that stuff. Mm. There's a couple of songs. I'm gonna give it to you, but for the most part, I don't love it the same as the other ones. So it says like, gotcha. you know, years gotcha. or something like that. I even like Scorpion a lot. Yeah, but uh, to me, it's just I guess because I'm a '90s baby and I grew up, I haven't had that same kind of significance. But I do recognize who the top three currently are. Like to me, without a doubt, is not no no particular order. Is Jake? Well, probably let's go and say J Cole first. <laughs> okay. Drake and then Kendrick. Those are the top three. We all know. There's nobody else that's better. You than have him. J. Cole, Drake, and then Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. I got J. Cole and Kendrick above Drake. Drake's in my top ten, but he's close to the ten. No, I don't mean top ten. Period. I mean current of the current people. Yeah, yeah that's, what that's what I'm saying. But added up, what I'm saying is J. Cole and Kendrick are in my top ten, and they're above Drake. In the rappers that actively rap right now, actively rapping overall, all time, don't matter. They're they're both above Drake. I got two opinion. tiers. That's why one is like my overall all time. Yeah. Right now, right now, rapping Drake is number three for me. Okay. I got. 
I had Kendrick one, but J. Cole as of late, he's inched his way into first. Like I, I listen, the kid is I mean, you can't deny it. They just dropped some some. If you if verses. you but here's the thing. I got Kendrick above J. Cole when it comes to just albums. But when you throw into all those features, yeah. J. Cole is like monster feature. J. Cole is like why even get on a track with other features? Right? Yeah, yeah. But he run up the number, so you let him do it to you. Yeah, yeah. J. Cole is just like the fucking demolishing these beats right now. Like it's it's, it's insane. Like his ability to hop on a track and just like it's not even his track, but he just makes it like how like how Wayne was doing that with, with instrumentals yeah, was on during his mixtape yeah. run. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like J. Cole does with his features. He gets on your track and he becomes the star of that song. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like like that like that little dirt shit. Like he bodied that shit. The, the the first person shooter. Like like it's just so much. His collaborations with Twenty One Savage. I don't even like Twenty One Savage. And then there's that one chick. I forgot what her name is, but the song's called like London or something like yeah, that. And he yeah, killed yeah. that too. That, like, yeah, he's he's just been on a tear. Like I, we would be here all day trying to find the last whack J Cole feature. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's that's dope. I don't think there was. Like, he's been doing features lately. How you remember how we used to get excited when you heard like a three stacks feature? Oh yeah, that's that's what. Yeah, that. like it was like oh Andre three thousand. Like that's how I am right now. Every time I see that J Cole has a feature, yeah. like I I just rush to it. But um, yeah, those 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 are the greats. Uh, speaking of greats, uh, let's get back on some jokes. <laughs> let's bring up this uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, have you watched it? No. Oh, is it already out? Yeah. Oh, not really. I don't know when it came out, but I, I was a, uh, I think I was excited. So yesterday I smoked a chicken for New Year's, and I was coming back in after finishing the smoke, and I hear my wife just, <laughs> I was like, dude, ain't nothing that damn funny. So let me go in here and see what you laughed yeah. at, and there's Deuce Dave Chappelle. I was like, oh, okay, because she's a big fan. Okay. <clears throat> and yeah, he just uh. He's just kind of cruising, you know what I'm saying? Like he just tell a story, and then he he told a couple of jokes where it seemed like the joke wasn't going nowhere, and he brought it back and like slammed it down on some trans people's heads. He told a story about um, meeting Jim Carrey for the first time. Oh God! But it was during the time that he was in that movie Man on the Moon. Remember that movie where he's playing uh, Andy? Man on the Moon. Yeah, he's playing a. It was like an mm-hmm. autobiography for Andy Kaufman. I remember that. No, I don't remember that. And it's that. notorious that Jim Carrey was like so deep into the method acting at the time that he was like living his life as his character and okay. demanded everyone around him call him Andy. So when uh, Dave Chappelle went up to him, he was like, I'm going get, to get a chance to meet him. But I had to call him Andy. And he's like, it's messed up because I'm meeting this dude for the first time. And I know this is Jim Carrey, but I got to call him Andy. And he said, and that's how I feel about trans people. I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> he's a genius. He's a genius. That was a good one. That was that was Yo, funny as hell. I know the trans people like just pissed off with this nigga. Now, like, please stop joking on us. But that shit was funny. You know, this is a a good uh, slight segue. But going back to the cancellation talk, mm-hmm. I strongly believe that at this point, Dave Chappelle can never be canceled. Uh, currently. Currently, no, because see, his jokes, even though he's messing with trans people and other kind of shit right now, right now, there's like a big uh, push away from quote unquote woke culture. 
And he's what he's doing is not specifically pushing against all of woke culture, but woke. When I hate that too, because they stole that shit from us, huh? Yeah. We had that shit. Y'all stay woke. Yeah. It yeah. meant something. Now it's on. Now it's some fucking bullshit. But anyway, we know what it means when they say woke culture is really not something black people use. Um, but this is one thing that the people who hate woke culture also hate having to. Um, I don't know, tippy-toe talk, respect, or whatever, trans people. Uh-huh. So having him joke on them is fine for him in most of America. But I truly try to tell people, like, I try to think of it like, it's funny, it's like, I'm laughing, but I try to put myself in it, like, what what would this be if it were, like, say, a white comedian that was making some sort of jokes about black people in this kind of way? And I, the only way I could think of it is, uh, his jokes are real surface. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a white person getting up on stage and making watermelon jokes about black people or fried chicken jokes about black people. That's like basic shit. Yeah, but that's like be, just, it'd be but funny. That's just flat out racist. It'd though. be funny to the racist though. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Right? It, the only time you can make like cult- cultural jokes is if you know more about it. So I always bring up, um, what's the old boy's name? Uh, Andrew Schultz. Okay. You go watch any of Andrew Schultz stuff. He'll go in the Middle East and make fun of them and their culture there. But the jokes he's making is like inside jokes you'd only know if you knew the culture and had been around those people. So they can appreciate it because obviously you've kind of immersed yourself and that's how you're able to even know that thing and make that joke about it. Right. But Dave Chappelle, I think, is not doing that. I think it, he's not immersing himself in really knowing the trans culture in that way to be able to make the kind of nuanced inside jokes that they'd actually laugh at. These are surface level jokes that the people who don't mind and don't care about trans people will laugh at. Okay. I see. I see what you're That's saying. how I feel about it. So think about it like this way. If you if he was not black and he was up there making black jokes and it was basic ass black jokes that are just offensive to us now, they're not even funny. But all these other people are laughing at shit. Does that still make him a genius to you? Even though eighty percent of America is laughing at it. Yeah. Well, why I think Dave Chappelle is a genius is because most of his stand-ups, he'll have a joke in the beginning, play around with it by the middle, and then towards the end, he'll come back full circle and it just slap it right in your face. Pause. And <laughs> I'm just saying, he just comes back and he just hits you with it. It's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. Dave yeah. Chappelle is a genius. The reason why I'm saying this is just so the watchers out there and anybody watching it and you of course can understand why the trans community just not you just guys just laugh mm-hmm. to them this is like basic like not funny surface level joke if he had made some sort of joke that was more in tune with the inside things and the way they talk to each other and the struggles that trans people have and made a joke about it that you would only know if you had like actual trans friends or family or something then maybe they would laugh like, okay, that's funny. But, but but see, I like that. I liked how you repeated his Jim Carrey joke and the way you told that, it was funny to me. Like, because that was that was a genius little setup and that's what Dave does. He doesn't do like the cheap things like, you ever seen Transformers? Well, that's how I feel about a trans. Like, that's, it's, that's it was, corny. It like, was a smart way to yeah, do a basic joke. Yeah, exactly. It was a basic joke, but the way he was talking about this and it said... And this one, and it's like, oh shit, like ha ha ha, that was that was pretty funny. Especially since it's like it just hits you with like a blind left hook, like you did not see yeah, exactly, that exactly. I knew there was gonna be a joke, yeah. but I didn't think it's gonna yep. be that joke. Yep. <laughs> so. And 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 going back to what you said about the cruise control, I feel like Dave at this point is so far into his element that like this is just this is easy for him. Mm-hmm. Dave is so 
masterful of his craft at this point. He could sit there and just have a conversation with you about current events and you're going to be cracking up. Like that's how yeah. that's how good he is at what he and does. And it's the way he talks and stuff too. Yeah. Like even and his it, tone of voice. And, and it's stuff. crazy because I didn't see this level of funny from him when you watch his original stuff. Yeah, he did. No, no, not his stand-ups. I'm just saying like like his movie. Like, you, you oh, know, like when, Blue Street? Yeah. <laughs> well, just, you know, like Half-Baked. Like I didn't see this person in those characters. Like Oh, Half-Baked was good yeah, it was a good movie, but what yeah, I'm saying it's not is, that level you didn't of think that he was at this level of comedian. Mm -hmm. When you seen those movies, you thought he was like Kevin Hart level comedian, like just tell a bunch of funny jokes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, he definitely had this like buffoonery thing going on. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was just real like like you said like like what was it Nutty Professor where he was on stage looking like crackhead yeah. like that kind Reggie of shit. was his yeah name? Reginald yeah. Yeah. yeah that was funny. you know cracking the fingers. Doo, 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 like, like, that feels funny. Yeah, so I thought, looking back on Dave Chappelle from those moments, I thought that was his level of comedic, you know. But it's 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 great to see where he's come from, like twenty years, you know, post Chappelle show. Because if you ask me, Chappelle show is what shot him into the stratosphere. Like yeah, bro. that shit, I I never thought that I would see another sketch comedy equivalent are better than like in living color and that shit was out of here you couldn't yeah. tell me nothing about Chappelle's show when that shit came out. i was in new york at the time i remember when it was getting hyped i remember seeing the posters on the subway mm -hmm. and i was like i was like i wonder if this is gonna be good like this before i knew anything about mm -hmm. it from that very first episode oh, i think it was yeah. like pop copy or something like that yeah and uh clayton bixby the oh my yeah clayton bixby yeah clayton bixby. yeah Oh my! It's just like his his brain. So like, think of these these sketches that he wrote. It wasn't all him. It was a white dude that was with him too. Or uh, Neil Brennan. Neil right? Brennan. Yeah, yeah. Neil Brennan. Yeah. But yeah, it was man. It was it was real edgy. Like some of the stuff they made joke stuff. Yeah. I would just never think someone would do that on TV. It was good stuff. Right. Like that stuff. It should have been on like HBO. That's how good it was. Like, but then, like you said, he started to become. A caricature of himself he started realizing that and mm -hmm. then he went off you know he ran away from the money and kind of reinvented himself now he's yeah. a completely different comic now. yeah yeah and he does it his way like, like as a you know as a like we are all independent creators yeah. i respect how he did it because we all looked at him like the black community nick you walked away with 50 million crazy and now he just did a couple of shows boxed it up on video handed to netflix and said here's three specials give me 60 million and they're like here you go and now we're like, oh, that's how he did. And it, yeah, he did the long play. He did the long play. Now they, every time he does a show, they just giving him twenty, thirty million. He just here, just, yep. just they got the in, money all day for him. It's built in controversy. So soon, you know, he puts up mount the trans community will be waiting on his bullshit. He knows it, and he gonna make this them jokes. Right. Listen, <laughs> when his shit drop, the, the the viewership is like Squid Games is out. <laughs> they they running crazy for that. Uh, yeah, so I will definitely be looking forward to that because yeah, when I seen that on the topic list, I was like, oh, it's a new one coming out. But I was not expecting you to say it's already out. Yeah, it's so, already yeah. out. Watch so it. So I, I will, I will give my review <laughs> on the uh, on the next episode. Yeah, I'm excited about that because I love Dave Chappelle stand ups. Like, um, at this point, like he's got it. Like what? Like probably like at least eight or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like I could do without maybe two of them. 
I don't know the names, but there were a couple of them on Netflix. Like they were yeah, funny. Yeah, I don't they mean, weren't like it's that one that was outdoors and it was like outdoors in nature. He's basically sitting up oh, there, yeah, like, like kind of yeah, yeah, pontificating yeah, about I whatever. I didn't need that one, but yeah, but for the most part, they're still good. Um, but I still have, I still have, is the greatest uh, comedy uh, stand-up. Killing him softly. No, it's not even his. Wow. Raw, raw is still the best for me. I could I could watch Raw anytime and that I'm shit is still balling and I love it because of the time it came out you were able to get off some of the jokes you can't get off today. Hell no, nah. yeah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> like you look at some of the shit Eddie was saying back then. You can, you saying that shit today is a wrap. <laughs> That's sad though. You should I mean it's comedy. You should be able to make it's a joke. You know what I'm saying? Just make the make your jokes. Yeah, but let the people decide if it's funny. Listen, they say equal opportunity, right? But it's like, okay, if it's equal opportunity, get these jokes then, nigga. Yeah. We we joke on ourselves all the time. We yeah. joke on white folk. We joke on black people. We joke on Indians. We joke on Chinese. We can't joke on Transformers. Transformers. Oh. Ah. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we can't... Equal opportunity, right? Nobody's better than anybody, right? So take these jokes. Now, you I, w- I would be against somebody who was only talking shit about the trans and the gays and all that if that's all they talked about. But you can't get mad at Dave because Dave shits on everybody. He talks about all the races, including us. I mean, you can go look at the Chappelle show. He, all kinds of nigga, nigga, nigga shit. Yeah, they was cool with that, though. You could always make fun of yourself. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, look at the racial draft. <laughs> Exactly. That was good stuff. <laughs> and that was good stuff. You see how we appreciate it? Yeah. It was good stuff. But that goes to your point. He's on the inside. He's a black man himself. So he knows what he can say mm. and make it still tasteful that we'll enjoy it. Because obviously, if he got up there, was on some, some ignorant nigga nigga shit, we'd be yeah. like, Or it's just it, insulting. We, yeah, we'd be like, Let's get this nigga out of here. Yeah. You know, but when he's over here, like, I don't know, white people mad at me because. I like chicken and watermelon. No, like, what's wrong with you? That shit is delicious. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and that and that's funny, you know. But uh, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? The um, academics. So the academics thing. Um, this guy, man, I feel like he's in the news for something. Like, they they trying to get him up out of here. They trying to get him canceled. Trying um, to get him. He getting himself. Bro, bro is on video talking about it himself, telling on himself, telling his own story, and use and put some else, some other girl out there. Of course, you're gonna be like, maybe give it. You know what? Before we go in, because we like diving in. Okay. Explain what's going on for those who don't know. All right. So recently, uh, academics was basically being chased after with pitchforks from the online community because allegedly. He's been out here just grooming, hooking up with women that are underage and waiting until they're of age to do adult things. And it's kind of, I mean, it's right and it's wrong, I guess. Because it's like if you meet somebody, I'm just shooting a little bit of bail. If you meet somebody who's underage, Mm -hmm. I respect that he didn't sleep with her until she was of age. Is it creepy? Absolutely. Absolutely. But when explained the way you say it, it's actually not because you don't know who you're going to meet while you're out in the valley. You're selecting that's what someone I'm who runs up on you. You start talking because people don't always look their age. And then when yeah. you find out they're underage, you're like, 
you know, now you're under age, mom, holler at me when you're over age. Yeah. But that's kind of like not what they're saying here. He's fully aware that these chicks are underage and be going at him anyway. And he is on tape saying it himself. He don't, I think when for him, about 17, 17, 18 don't matter to him. That's what he's saying. They the same. This is his own fucking words. And then they have screw people screenshotted stuff from him. Well, him, that's because they're using my dad's technology. He's using my dad's uh, terminology. Because my dad's terminology is. Oh, oh, oh you sure you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to throw him under the bus like <laughs> nothing like that. But age wise, this is my dad's terminology. All right. When a woman has a a kid, it's after nine months, right? Mm-hmm. So you're already nine months old. That's my dad's terminology. So maybe academics is like, oh, you're 17? How many months? Because you spent nine months <laughs> already in that belly. <laughs> so if you like 17 and four months, oh, then we good. <laughs> then we good. We good. Oh, you man, 17, that's, that's you 17 and a half? Oh, you, you prime. You prime. You Look, you just got drafted, baby. What's happening? <laughs> no, I'm saying so with that terminology, you spend nine months in the belly, you're already nine months years old. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. DJ Academics seems exactly like the kind of dude. Like, like, I ain't never seen that nigga in front of a tire table. Whatever. Just call that nigga Academics. Okay, Academics. <laughs> I hate that fucking name. <laughs> has never seemed to me, I come off to me like the kind of guy who would ever have any real luck with the ladies if it wasn't for his fame and fortune. I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to have to agree with you. So, now that he's got a little something, got some money, and is is, and is up enough for girls that want to mess with him, he's going to get after like whatever he like, his all you can eat for him, because he probably wasn't really getting much before. And, and academics is kind of a clown. Yeah, broke broke academics. Listen, I don't, I don't know you, but with the way the world works, yeah, I'm pretty sure you weren't getting action. When you was in your broke, at days. least at least not like now. But at least right, like that. right. And you not wasn't, you same. wasn't pulling bad IG bitches like that's yeah. not happening. But so I'm not I'm not really surprised. What surprised me was that story he told on that show. He's talking about he had uh, invited some chick over. Did you see that? Invited some chick over. He got drunk, passed out, and then a two dudes supposedly ran train on a girl, dipped out, and he's like, "Yo, you came over here for me and." She was like, I'm pretty sure I didn't have sex with them. She, he basically really did make her out to seem like just this hoe he invited over. But the girl who claims to be that girl then popped up. And now she's like, nigga, that's actually not what happened. What happened was I was sexually assaulted. You was in on it too. There's a rape kid taken. Can't believe you. Th- Knowing the truth, I can't believe you threw me out there because I wouldn't have said nothing if you didn't say all that. So it's just like, what's going to come of this? I mean, nothing, nothing really. It's Don't nothing making really. Wasn't recent, right? It doesn't matter, you know. If if it was a, if there really was a rape, and she said there's a rape kit, which would mean there's a police report, all that kind of stuff. Done, um, they could come back and do something, if, even if they decided to not to at the time. But I just don't think all of that is happening. I really just think it's going to be something that's going to be buzzed about, and then, you know, we won't really hear about it no more. How much is it going to affect academics? I, I don't know. know. I would say not at all, but not much. And I think that's only go to say because someone like academics sets their own platform and makes their own money, it's hard to cancel somebody like that other than the fans themselves not messing with him anymore. And I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, because most of his fan base are the type of individual who just want the tea. So they don't care what he got going on. You know, he just beat those allegations of uh, basically uh, 
uh, hating on you know, black women. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he had that whole thing with, uh, was that the, the gay dude, uh, Saucy Santana? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You say he beat those allegations. So it wasn't like, a, it wasn't that legal trouble, though. It was just gossip. But what I'm saying is all these black people were coming out, even like Queen Latifah, I think, said something. Like, and she don't never be in the mix of this kind of stuff. She came out saying something like, you always degrading women and yada, yada, yada. So what I'm saying is he hasn't been canceled and he beat that. If he beat, if you beat that, he going to beat this. Only if there's nothing legal, right? If we're talking about just the talking and stuff, yeah, he'll get past it. But that's what I'm saying. There's nothing illegal that he, quote unquote, did with any proof. He said there was a rape kit. And she's going to expose him. So we'll see the truth of that when it comes out. Because, you know, you only take a rape kit when someone's reported as a policeman involved. So um, unless you, there's no such thing as like a home rape kit. Is there like home pregnancy days? I don't think so. But Um, uh other than that, that's the only thing. If we're talking about just the gossip and stuff, no, man, look, this dude is a known wannabe red pillar guy. He was hanging out with Fresh and Fit and all of yeah. them, and he'll defend Fresh and Fit. Like, bro, even when he talks about them, mm-hmm. Fresh and Fit, I mean, the only way he praises them is about the bitches. Oh, they get all kinds of bitches. He's got bad bitches, blah, blah, blah. That's all he really cares. He doesn't say nothing about their money, like yeah. that means something, or their character, how cool they are, nothing. It's just about their bitches, which I'm telling you, bro, DJ Academics was not getting bitches before. Absolutely, how he is, I, I don't see it. and he's he's out there just uh, the the one uh, the one praise I will give him at all these media personalities. He's the only one actively still speaking on Diddy. Everybody else, tuck their tails. They ain't got nothing to say about Diddy. They like, oh, Diddy, who? What? Oh, all about the Benjamins? Like they ain't saying nothing about this Cassie and all this other stuff that's popping up now. They're not speaking nothing, but but. Academics, he ten toes down on that. He, that's true. He trying to get Diddy up out of here. But at the same time, who are you to be saying all of this stuff? You're just as bad. He would be as bad as or worse than Diddy if he had that same kind of money and power. We know that. Oh, yeah. Just look I, at I his views on women. I couldn't imagine academics with a billion dollars. That's just, scary. Just look at his views. Like, bro, if you know his views on women and stuff already, him acting the way he does with women and young chicks is like not even a surprise at all. That's why really only thing we can get him is if something actually illegal that's provable happened, then they can get him. But just yeah. allegations and shit, everybody knows what this thing is about, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like you said, there's nothing there's nothing on him, so I don't see them getting him up out of here. As long as he as long as he plays close to the vest and he don't get himself in a compromising position, then for the most part, I think he should be good. But yeah, those those kind of people, those kind of people are good in today's society because right now, toxic is what runs everything. Like being toxic, yeah, toxic clickbait. That's what him. That's that's him. He's toxic and he's clickbait in twenty twenty four. Okay, that's and, what and this is what this is what the internet lives for. You if academics was somebody, yes, I have a beautiful wife and. This and that, and just talking all this positivity when nobody give two shits about them. True, they give two shits about them because of the toxic, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But basically, he's got a whole lot going on when it comes to as far as like the trash talking. Like it's just like with Kevin Samuels. You know, he's like a, a he was a, a, a was it a coach, mentor, or whatever. It wasn't until during the pandemic. When everybody started to pay attention to him, because this is when we was all just sitting on the computer. We had nothing else to do. He, if you go look at the archives of Kevin Samuels, he's for everybody. He shits on men. He shits on women. 
He has a lot of good takes, a lot of good points. But what is everybody else? What, what's, what's women's go to when it comes to Kevin Samuels? They just look at the toxic shit. Average oh, at best. <laughs> high value man. Get that bullshit out of here. Like, that's their immediate go to. Forget about all the other stuff he's said and done. They just immediately go to that toxic, triggering thing. If you go to a bar right I now. I think you're overselling it, bro. When you say all the stuff he's done, I mean, bro, he's always been a, um, a content creator. If he wasn't telling people how to dress or how to smell good, then he got into like kind of telling men to fix their own shit. Yeah. Same kind of thing he was saying to women, but he was saying it to men. Yeah. And it just wasn't as popular. Then when he started getting women and he started shitting on them in the same way he was shitting on men, then it became But popular. was he really shitting on them? Sometimes he was. Most he was of the definitely clips, he was the, definitely sensationalizing some things. Okay, I give sure. you that. I and give you that. He, right before he died is right when he really got big, and he had an interview with like Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, she said some stuff, and he ate it. He didn't push back or nothing. Yeah, not the same way he was eating up all them other chicks. So it's all just content, bro. He was just getting he was just getting big, and it was sometimes he was definitely trying to give people constructive criticism and be re respected. Other times, he was definitely sensational. He knows what was selling. He knows what was making people watch him. He definitely played up on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But what I was going to say was, that's how, that's how triggering he is. And that's how, that's how big he is in that, in that internet world. Like today, if you go, let's say you go to a bar just for research purposes. And Good. you see a girl at the bar, just approach her and be like, I'm a high value man, and and see what kind of look she might make on her Bro, face. Bro, that's some weird shit to say. No, no, but why? If you why just, is that a weird thing to if say? If you just met a girl at a bar, how are you already professing yourself to be a high value man? Okay. That's like showing well, up to the well, basketball well, team. Well, yeah, nigga, I ball. They were like, well, get on the court. People do it all the time. Yeah, if everybody like, all right, nigga. Yeah, pick me next. I got next. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, if you if you introduce that in the in a conversation in the first couple of minutes of talking to a woman that's weird she's gonna she's gonna look at you like get the fuck away from as me. she should that's yeah. not some shit you say that quickly right but it's not because of what you're saying like if you would have said that 10 years ago she wouldn't say get the fuck away from me only because she's only saying it because of like you said it's sensationalized by kevin samuels yeah back 10 years ago she'd just be confused what what are you talking about it'd still be a yeah. weird thing to say there just wouldn't be the, the automatic negativity behind it, but it'd still be a weird thing and, to say. And, and, so now you got to double up. Not only did you say some weird shit, but mm-hmm. then there's a negativity around it. I think it makes better sense to call yourself a high value man deeper into the relationship. Maybe you've been talking on the phone, you're on a couple dates, and you say, I carry myself this way because I'm a high value man three, four weeks into it. But here's the thing, and this is for all you ladies out there. Yeah. By the way, I'm leading with that. Go ahead. Any dude, and that includes you. Okay. Whoever calls himself a high value man, watch out. Unless you're unless you're on some internet bullshit too, that nigga's on some internet bullshit. That's that's all I can say. If he says high value man, if he um what else does he live with? Delusional women or he says modern women, any of those phrases, get the fuck out of there. He's an internet nigga, don't think for himself, and is saying some is gonna be on that bullshit whenever you talk to him. But when you guys have a conflict, he's not going to try to solve it himself. He's going to go watch some YouTuber's video to decide how he should keep his cool and, and keep his frame to deal with women. Just telling you, when you hear any of those phrases, get out of there. I, I was agreeing with the high value man part. I'm definitely, I'm definitely leading with that. But in all the other stuff, I'm, I'm cool on all that modern woman or looking at YouTubers for some advice because I'm. I don't, I don't You're making my point for me because. 
10 years ago, no one even said high, how value me. Absolutely. And it's a term that I've heard recently, and I've just applied that to myself. Now, I don't boast about it in a manner that some of these incel dudes do, but I boast about it. And when I say I, I'm a high value man, meaning I'm a catch because if, if I'm into you, you into me, I'm going to feel, I'm going to fill your cup with what you need as far as mm -hmm. a woman. That's what I mean by I'm a high value man. I don't mean like, oh, these bitches ain't got shit for me, da da da. I'm this nigga. Like, I don't mean like that. You're gonna have to explain it because you're, what you're defining as a high value man is different than the basic connotation. Right. And right, exactly. And 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 that's usually what I do when I lead with I'm a high value man. Then I'll go into why I'm a high value man, and you know, clearly it worked. You know, because, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, hey. Um, you know, give us some uh, some some comments. What y'all think of the new hair? You know, I had to cut this down. You know, you know, L, you know, L double he hit me up. He was a little jealous. He said I had too much hang time. You know, right. <laughs> Def definitely wanted to go get <laughs> wanted to go get me the high top fade. <laughs> Take it back to the nineties with Take the number it back. one. Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna rock the little Eddie Murphy joint from Raw. You know, shaved on the sides and the little flat thing on the top. Yeah. But um, uh, what what was this uh this uh let's get into this basketball talk. Oh yeah. What was that about? Because I didn't do no research on that. <laughs> so this actually popped off in like October, I think it was, and it just keeps popping up. So okay. a journalist basically wanted a bet, million dollar bet, said, "Let me choose the high school basketball team, and you can choose any WNBA team. I'll bet a million dollars." That high school male basketball team will beat that. That was about to be my next question, male or female. Um, so what do you think? Do you think, and he said he had the pick, so I'm guessing he means like the championship, like one of the top three, top five um, boys basketball well, high school. With some of the um, with some of the players I just recently seen, like the, not, not specifically just Bronny James, but like some of the people he's played with, mm -hmm. he might have a point. He might ball up on some of those uh, some of those women. He's saying you think they will win championship teams. Yeah, it, it, if, you, if you're if you're hand picking, like if you're not just one high school team, but no, all high school players. No, like, it's like not a, players. It's, he has to pick a team. Oh, it has to be an yeah, actual like high school. He gets team. to pick a high school team and then pick a WNBA team, and then the WA the NBA can. So yeah, if you're picking up. the number one high school team in the country against the trash WNBA team, I'm give me the high school team all day. What about? number one high school team against the WNBA champs? No. I don't see it. I still a think they a smash them. I think Asia Wilson getting niggas out of here. No, she not. She's not strong enough. Listen, I have to beg the difference. She's not strong enough. I think she's getting them up out of here. She's not strong She's she living at the free throw line on these niggas. She's not strong enough. No, she won't, bro. She will. No, she won't. I'm telling you. Okay. These I mean, skinny wire, like just how men are built, even if a woman is the same size as a man, he's still going to be stronger. We're just built. Okay, but this ain't football. And that still counts. Those, those niggas going to be on the bench in foul trouble. This is what I'm saying. There's enough of them. <sighs> nah, there's some bums on the bench that stay on the bench and, for a reason. And not only that, the dudes is way taller. So what the girls going to do? They what gonna, that mean? They're going to lay up these long arm niggas to what death. They're going to shoot over. You saying Yao Ming never lost a, a game? You saying Sean Bradley never lost a game? You can't just go off the height. If it was a team full of Sean Bradleys and the other team could only do layups or jump shots, yes, nigga. Nah. But have you watched the WNBA? Absolutely. I'm a and, fan. 
Me too. And okay. that's all I can say this with utmost respect. You guys play a great fundamental game, but the athleticism is just not there. And that's how they will lose. Dude, these little high school, not high school, they look like grown ass men. They hella strong. I would say that it will at least be close to the WNBA championship team. But then you step it up to any almost any college team that makes it into the tournament and they 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 mop any WNBA team, champion or not. So that's why we got to go all the way down to college to even make, I mean, high school to even make this a discussion. Because once we go into college and then all we got to do is get a tournament level team, not the champs. Yeah. And they want them. Easy. Mm, I won't say easy, but, you know, hey, we ain't never going to see What it. constitutes easy? How many points? I don't think, I don't think, uh, like I said, we're using the WNBA champs. So we're talking about the aces here. I don't see the Aces losing to any high school team or any mediocre college men team. Didn't say mediocre. By, by uh, well, some of them niggas in the March Madness bracket and the tournament are still mediocre. I mean, it's it's top 64 teams. So, yeah, I'm not putting them I'm up in against... Top th- no one watches till it's in the top 30, though. Okay, but I'm not going to put them up against, like, niggas at, like, North Carolina. Like, obviously, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. But... You know, like some little bum team, like a St. Mary's or something like that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a side with Asia in them. St. Mary's, uh, they're like a top thirty team, bro. Teams that seem teams that can seem awful against other men could suddenly be shining. A perfect, yeah. a perfect example is Serena Williams. Okay, Serena Williams. If you saw, I say she could beat any man, right? She herself said that like ranked 100, 150 male tennis player was smoking. She's just being humble. No, because she's ending. She went. I think. I think. I think. In her prime, she's getting a lot of these seventy-five to one hundred and fifty ranked niggas out of here. Seen these dudes, and the difference between them is not not that much. Yeah, but I'm talking about her prime. I'm talking about even even in her prime. I'm talking about when she was winning off them aces. Those are aces coming at at least fifteen miles an hour slower. It's documented on average. Ace from no no look it up. On average, okay. an ace from a tennis player, male to female, is 15 miles an hour slower from the top woman to the mid-tier. So you're so saying, now, so you're saying, Serena in her prime was slower, was than slower, than, serve was than slower. The overall average, yes, of the men. Okay. So then you got some dude, some, and some of these guys may not be great on the backhand or the return, but their ace is fire, and they get all of their points off that. And if you can defend against that, then you can probably beat. You got this dude throwing lasers at some at, at a speed and a velocity she just can't match. They're faster, stronger, and faster. By my, I know right now. I know everyone talks about it's a respect thing, and I'll give you this. Most of the time, yeah. when dudes bring up uh, NBA team or WNBA or whatever, it's it's like to disrespect the WNBA. Yeah, and that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Respect the WNBA. I like watching it. It's a different kind of game. If you watch the WNBA thinking it's going to be like the NBA, that's when you get fucked up. If you just watch it and appreciate it for what it is, it's good. And it's not about disrespecting women or thinking, you know, women suck and it's all about the men. I'm just stating a fact here. This is like okay. a fact. Now, it's, it is conjecture whether or not in high school team could beat the women's NBA champ. Honestly, if you put them in a tournament, I think the women win. Okay. Because uh, I think the dudes will surprise them at first with their athleticism. But then they'd adjust. So you put them in like a seven-game yeah. championship and it'll probably oh, like be a like series. Yeah. yeah, a series, yeah. It'll not, be, not a one and done, not a play-in. Yeah, but 
the only time this ever actually happened, I think it was like the women's soccer team championship yeah. national soccer team. And, and, and they played some high school yeah. UK team. And, got and the only reason I and the only reason I'm siding with the uh, the women on this is because basketball is physical, but it's not like football physical. Because if we were talking about football, this wouldn't even be a conversation. Like, or if we were talking about '90s style NBA, then this would be a conversation. At all. Yeah. Well, I mean, that '90s style still exists. You know, as long as Draymond in the league. There was well, Draymond ain't in the league now. <laughs> no, I'm just saying back then there was a lot more physicalness, physicalization, physical stuff, physicality. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was allowed in the yeah. NBA back then. So a lot of that stuff. Now the NBA is definitely more run and gun. Like we regularly see scores 120, 120 oh, yeah. points. That shit never happened in the nineties. You embarrassed the team if you scored one twenty on. Yeah. If you scored a hundred on. Yeah. But now it's a different game, and that's also the reason why I think it kind of lends a little better to the to the women because they can sh- they can shoot and get around and do other things and use more teamwork. Where mm-hmm. most dudes are going to try to iso, they yeah. can try to dunk. You know, the yeah. ego's going to be. And that's, and that's why I said the women are going to live at the free throw line. And the women in the WNBA are better free throw shooters than these. Oh yeah, have you seen the stats? It's crazy. Yeah, Yeah, their free throws crazy. It's like why? Why did even let them shoot them? It's basically a free shot. It's like John Stockton. Remember John Stockton get fouled? Like, dude, just give him the two points. He's gonna switch them. It's the same kind of thing. A WNBA is like free throw percentage is like way higher or something like that. But I think that's what you still have to go down to high school. If you go into the college level, now it gets a little bit different. Now you really do. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like I said, depending on the college team. Yeah, the the girls is gonna get washed. But then the reason why you can't do that in the NBA, especially, is because they play with different rules. The the uh, three point line is closer. Yeah. They play with a smaller ball and even some of the fouls. Oh, are I forgot all about that. Oh <clears throat> yeah, the girls. Depending on what ball, if it's the small ball, the girls is washing these niggas. <laughs> have you tried using one of them balls I before? Have, that shit is trash. <laughs> you go to shoot it, you're throwing it all the way over the backboard. You try to dribble it, you can't even catch it because the hands are so big. It's like it just feels like a. That's what I'm saying. Like the rules and everything is a whole yeah. lot different. And whose rules do you play by? You can't throw a mix because any one of them are different. That's the reason why the only place it's ever been done. I think it was like boxing's done something like that too, and then soccer because there's no rule differences, no equipment differences. Between the two sports, yeah. where in basketball we got rules and equipment differences. Do I know this is off topic, but do do women play golf? I feel like I've never seen a woman golfer. Yeah. Okay, I just, it was just randomly thought. Wow. About it. <laughs> I, I mean, you don't see them like. Yeah, but see. even that one's an obvious one. I mean, it's, it's it's all about how hard you can hit the damn ball. So obviously, yeah. the guys are going to hit the ball farther. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I guess you could say the same thing about uh, baseball, but they don't, I don't think I've ever seen women's baseball. It's always softball. I always wonder why that is. Because they soft. <laughs> um, I think I well, as far as the country goes, our 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 women uh, soccer team better than our men soccer team as far as the USA goes. They're playing against much different competition. <laughs> okay. You say better. I, but I'm I would saying say we, the USA women's team's always winning, and we. The men always getting washed. Like, I mean, I get it. The mother countries, they way better in they soccer. Live. That's that's yeah. like if we played American right. football against them, we'd kill right. them. But what I'm saying is the American Or like women, it was for basketball. American women are washing them. But like it was for basketball, we made this sport. So- yeah, but soccer, we don't even call it what the sport's actually called. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so it's a secondary, not even a secondary. That's just like fourth or fifth place or some shit here. Like it's not taken seriously. People don't grow up wanting to be a... 
football or soccer player like they do in other countries. They're they not become international superstars playing soccer here like you can in another country. So the skill level and everything is just out of this world, much like basketball. But see, now basketball is taking on international now. And now we are getting real international covers because before we were so much better. We can only we were only allowed to send our college players to yeah. the to the championships yeah. and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Now, yeah, and now we the other, our best. Now, well, not only that, but in basketball, a lot of the countries are they're, they're getting better talent now. So it's not just they're not just getting washed like the dream team. And we're at a disadvantage because all those other countries play at the same rules. It's just our rules are different mm-hmm. in our country. So they we go I and mean, when we go to those tournaments, we have to play Euro rules. Yeah, yeah. So and, and not only that, some of our top players aren't even from this country. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so you got like guys like Luka, Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, all on other countries now. The so. beauty is, it's just one of them on one team in another country. We still got all our niggas on one team. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's, that's true. That's how we be still beating them. France, France is kind of strong though. France, France always has a few NBA players over there. Yeah, they're not gonna be this. They have before. They beat us once. Remember uh, what's his name? Uh, I mean, don't. All, I mean, yeah. When um, dude from the, uh, the Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the time, we win. I mean, yeah. we win that nine out of ten and, but, times. But it also depends on who we send there because we don't take it serious. Nah, we don't. Like our our solid players take mm-hmm. vacation. Like they like, ain't trying in these countries. And it's almost play. like a dream. They did it. They did it once and say they did it, and that's yeah. it. And then yeah. now. And everyone's seen and then like, they all, eh. and then they always wait till our like our B level superstars go there and get washed. And then they be like, oh, now we coming back to represent for America. Yeah. It's like you should have just went the first time. Like it's just, every, we got to let y'all know it's every y'all four know. years. Why why are you letting us yeah. look bad? Just go completely <laughs> dominate that. Yeah, my only point about the basketball women thing is like I think as a matter of physicality and just men and women being different. But I don't like how most of the time people bring it up as a, like a derogatory thing towards women. And women are always stay on code. They mm-hmm. won't know shit about basketball. Don't watch the NBA or the WNBA, but will tell you straight. There's no way that's disrespectful. They would never beat them. So you can't. I guess you're just saying that because it feels disrespectful to you. But you don't know nothing about the sport to even make the argument. First of all, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna say, respectfully, most of you women, and I'm gonna go on the ledge here. Be quiet. And I say that why? Because like he just said. Y'all don't even support your own shit. If I was a woman, I would be watching WNBA like crazy. Even if I didn't want to watch, I at least have the TV on. Like, it gets no ratings, no views. They don't buy no jerseys. They don't do nothing. I never see always that. men at the games. Mm-hmm. It's always us talking about the games, talking about the players, sliding on their comments on social media. Girl, you look good. It's always the men. Women, it's like, eh. That's but true. Then, but then they want, they want. oh, well, why can't we get the same thing? Because y'all don't support yourselves. I mean, that's an infinite argument. It's always an argument. How come the WNBA doesn't get paid as much as the NBA? And it comes down to money. Because basically. they don't support it. They be they busy at the NBA games trying to bag the ballers. Go support the women. Women. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, man. Most, the, most women will argue with you to respect the WNBA and they never seen a game. And if you ask them if they have, they like it, they like it. They'll say no. But they're going to stay on code and stick up for the one. If y'all women walk around with WNBA jerseys and stuff the same way we did and uh, the regular NBA stuff, we represent our stuff. We don't even look at it as ours. It's just our favorite team. You could go to any average woman and she'll name more NBA teams than she can name WNBA teams. She'll name more NBA players than she can WNBA players. 
I mean, that's something that that has to be studied. Like, yeah. what are we talking about here? Yeah, you gotta you gotta support. You gotta go out, ladies. Support each other because y'all ain't doing it. Yeah, because y'all not just gonna like shame us and make us feel bad, so we watch it more. But y'all don't watch it. Yeah, and I actually enjoy. I'll enjoy watching it now. Am I gonna watch a WNBA game over an NBA or NFL game? Probably not. But if the WNBA game is on and there's no other major competitive game on, I'll sit there and watch it, especially if it's some teams I like. I watch the Aces. I watch the Liberty. And that's probably about it. The top two (laughs) of both sides. Because when I watch some of those scrub teams, I just be like, oh, this is, I don't want to watch it. Like You don't watch the Sparks? They're a scrub team to me. No, but I thought she was like an L.A. fan. They are a scrub team. Uh, Lakers. Uh. <laughs> I don't like the Dodgers, and Dodgers are loaded. I'm still a Yankees fan. <laughs> I got you. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, the only, the only L.A. I fuck with is Lakers, and that's because of Kobe. Rest in peace. <laughs> R.I.P. Kobe, man. Gone too soon. Oh, man. You remember what you were doing when you found out? Found out? What I was doing? Yeah, yeah, I was sitting on the couch. And I think my wife came out, like the room poked her head. You know, Kobe died. I was like, stop playing. Like, I didn't believe her. Yeah. And then I looked, I was immediately pulled out my phone. I was like, no. Yeah. I, uh, it was bad for me, bro. Like, he would have been on my list of devastated if he was alive when we were talking about the island thing. I think it might still be on the list. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. That would suck. <laughs> but um, I remember I was on a date at like, a, you know, one of them little pizza places where you go and they make the pizza kind of like a blaze. type. Oh, like thing. a wood fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where you go and pick all your toppings and all that. Yeah, I was there on a date. And the girl was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. In her phone. And I'm just like making my pizza. Like, what's she being so dramatic about? You know, this is also during like. There's no, this is actually right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we weren't, mm-hmm. we weren't locked down yet. And I'm just looking at her like, what? So anyway, she's just like, oh my God. And I'm just like, finally, I'm like, what? Like, you making this big old deal? And she was just like, he's dead. And I'm like, you know, in my mind, all ruthless, I'm like, people die every day, B. Like, who died? <laughs> you know, and then she was just like, Kobe. And I was like, Kobe, bro. I was, you know, nigga, I was like, Kobe, who? Kobe Beef? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that. And she said, <laughs> Oh my God, Kobe Bryant died. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, I immediately got defensive. Like, yo, shut the fuck up. Don't even play with me right now. She was like, I, I swear to you. And then, like, in that moment, you know, like TVs and like the little stories, and stuff, mm. there was a TV on and a thing. And all of a sudden, TMZ came up and it's talking about helicopter crash, Kobe Bryant feared dead along with such and such. Mm. I was like, immediately, and I'm probably gonna look like a little bitch, but immediately, tears, tears started coming wow. down. I legit just started crying. I was devastated, bro. Like I've never cried for a celebrity. The closest I've ever got to actually even feeling sad when somebody died was when Junior Seau died. He was a hometown hero for me. I ain't shed no tears for that nigga. Um, I said no tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I didn't yeah. share shed any tears for him either. Right, right. I'm just saying, saying he did it. For I you. actually felt yeah. something. Well, when he died. Why he got the Chargers football sweater on too? <laughs> I said hometown hey, hero, hey, nigga. Use, use the frequent sales restaurant. Actually, yes. <laughs> no bullshit. Yes. Met his mom and everything. Okay. All right. Look, I ain't got nothing bad to say about him. I'm just saying he ain't do it for me. I, you know, 
Matter of fact, when he like he he didn't even retire with Chargers. When he like on the Patriots at one point. Yeah, in Miami, I think for a second. Yeah, but yeah. he did retire Chargers. They brought him back in oh, Chargers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was hopping around. He, that's how it usually is. Somebody get the older and they go to another team or something for a minute and then they yeah, come back I mean, and yeah, it y'all, happens normally. Y'all, y'all did it with Tomlinson. Yeah. Let him go to the Jets, too. Yeah, y'all, y'all let him go while he was still in his prime. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Y'all made some silly decisions. He wasn't in his prime, but he was still a good player. He was still in his prime. He was not still in his prime, he but he was still... A, he did, no, he went to the Jets with no O-line. But he was still a good player, is what I'm saying, but he wasn't in his prime. He wasn't the record-setting, unstoppable, running all over the Raiders... Man, listen, this, this is the Chargers' problem, man. Look, y'all ain't even make the playoffs this year. This is the Chargers' problem. They went 14 and 2. Bro, let's not talk about this. I they know. went 14 I and know. 2. I know. And fired a coach. Make that make sense. What you a- know who they lost to? Tom Brady. Who the fuck didn't lose to Tom Brady? How you punish the team for losing to the Patriots? That wasn't it. That one we went 14 and 2. Yeah. Like, okay, that was the second year. But the year before that, we were like 12 and 4 or something like that. And we lost in the playoffs. Yeah. After a bye at home to the eight and eight Jets. Well, I can't defend that one. I that was that, that was bad. Pissed. But I'm saying 14 and 2. Like you said, 12 and 4, 14 and 2. The team obviously showed some improvement. That I mean, uh, that was uh Tomlinson's MVP year too, right? This is what I'm saying. Like, and you fire the coach. What you was expecting him to go 16 and 0? Bro, I know. They man. ran into the Patriots. They fired the coach after we went to the Super Bowl. Go to the Super Bowl, fire the head coach, makes sense. And let go of our leading rusher yeah. Natron means. But let's not do that. Let's 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 just keep going, bro. Don't bring back these memories. Bro. All right. Sorry, man. Sorry. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, man, I was I was devastated when Kobe died. Um there's only been three celebs that have died that I cried, and it was uh it was Kobe. Um Whitney okay. and Michael Jackson. Those are the only three that did it for me. I was too young when Biggie and Pac died. I didn't appreciate them enough at that young age to really cry. It was just weird because I was in two different spots when they both died. It's like when Pac died, I was at my grandpa's house watching Juice. Yeah. I was watching Juice literally when I found out he died. And then when Biggie died... I was in foster care, and it's like I'm listening to my little headphones, Hot 97. It's on my Biggie died, and I'm just like, damn. The Biggie one was shocking. Tupac was shocking too, because I just didn't think he, I already got shot. Remember, he died a couple of days later. I didn't think he was gonna die. I, was like, I think I shot again. I was gonna say the pot dying was shocking because he was always getting shot. Yeah. He just never died. Yeah, it's like, oh, you'll be all right. You'll and then when Pac died, I was sad for Biggie because. I was still a kid, so I didn't really know much, but I could see the, all that East Coast, West Coast tension beat that I was like, two. I was like, now that Pac's gone, he's a, he's a target, because here's the thing, West Coast niggas, they don't play. And I, to this day, I still don't know why he took his ass to the West Coast. I don't think it was really even that. I mean, Pac wasn't even really from the West Coast. But- yeah, but the magnitude of that East Coast, West Coast shit, like, people was ready to die behind that without even knowing what it was. Because I remember when I first moved to Cali, right after Biggie died, he was like, oh, you're from New York? It's like, you trying to press me or something? So? And? Yeah, I had like, friends that was on that shit, too. Yeah, it's like, oh, we don't fuck with New York. It's like, so why? Because why? Because the you two niggas that's in the dirt right now? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it was. Uh, I guess other ones that I may have actually felt that when they died, I was like, oh, damn, that, that sucks. Let me think. What, Prince? Nah. 
I was, I mean, a lot of them were shocking, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. none of them were like, oh man. I think the last one that we saw Junior Sal that like hit me was probably uh Nick. Nipsey Hussle. Oh. Uh no, nah, I wasn't sad about it. I mean I, no no, let me rephrase that. I was sad, but I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I was I was a, I was already a fan, listened to his music actually through my older brother yeah. put me on to him and then also, I listened to his music. I was like, that's pretty good. But then I was like, it's not just that. Like, all the shit he's saying is real. And he really lived as, oh, okay. So I looked into it. So I was, like, already a fan of what he was doing before yeah. he exited. A lot of people got yeah. into it afterwards. And that's okay. It's fine. I'm not, like, trying to bang on nobody. I'm just saying I wasn't one of the people that didn't yeah. discover him until after he was dead. So since I kind of knew what he was on and then how he got killed and he kind of got, got caught slipping, then he put out a song immediately after saying the first thing you ain't ever going to do is catch me slipping. That's, like, literally the first words of the song. Yeah. Um, it was just that was a lot of weird shit around his death. Like even his his last tweet said something like "strong enemies are a blessing" or something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean it seems haunting now, but you know niggas yeah, yeah. be saying random shit all that's the time. What, but it was like a lot of shit, you know. The weird shit to me was that some young dude or whatever who disappeared supposedly. I don't know what happened to him, but he had called and was like Facetiming somebody saying he was the one who shot him and was on the run right now. He just did it for the clout. It wasn't him. It was oh him. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. supposedly some dudes ran down on. What happened? And it followed up on that story. But he definitely, it definitely wasn't him. He's just yeah, cloud he, chasing. Yeah, I think he's gone now, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's the, that's the, <laughs> it's like, don't play about that. the wrong thing to cloud chase. Yeah. Because yeah, that was also before the facts was out. Yeah, nobody We really didn't have knew. no video footage. We didn't know nothing at the time. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, that's. Stupid. He's like, yeah, man, I just shot him. I'm doing the dash, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, yeah, man, stupid play, play stupid games <laughs> with stupid prices. For sure. But that's really it, man. Like, I don't, I don't really connect with a lot of people, like, in that way. And not only that, I have sort of an expectation of death. Mm -hmm. So I expect everyone to die. It's just to me, the only thing that will be shocking is how it comes about. Yeah. And some people are like in a stage in their life where like, yeah, like say for instance, when Bruce Let Bruce Willis dies, he's in that decline yeah. right now. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, Bruce Willis, Jack Nicholson, all yeah, of all that. It's like yeah. they die. It's like, mm -hmm. listen, yeah. you had a good life, bro. You 70, 80, all that good shit, you know. Well, Bruce Willis ain't that old, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we talking about some of our black heroes dead at 25. So some of these white guys making it past 60. Hey, you blessed. You don't live two of their lives over then some. Yeah, they seem so much older to me, though, then. When I realize now how young they were when they died, yeah. I was like, damn, but these seem so much older than me. Yeah, it's like when, when I when I go back and revisit the Biggie Pac deaths, I think about like, where I was at mentally at 25, like, yo, these niggas was on some other yeah, shit. I was, like, like, <laughs> I was like, I was a fucking idiot at that age. Right. So they, they, and they had all that same idiocy, but with money and power and yeah, like, yeah. no wonder shit went bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of guys I know they grateful they made it out of that because, yeah, like, you know, having that kind of money and being young and dumb, it's like, you feel untouchable, especially with where we come from, you know, like we had that conversation uh, like a couple pods uh, ago talking about what would you do like ten grand and all that kind of oh, shit. Yeah. So imagine a million dollars. It's like, <laughs> what? You can't tell me nothing, nothing. This is back when how Holmes was like twenty grand. Which yeah. Speaking of which, uh, you know a story with um, so Tasha K. You know who that is yeah yeah yeah. She did an interview with like some secretary, some like Kevin Hart's right. Okay. And she was like spilling the tea. You know, Kevin Hart is suing her now. So I'm like, Tasha Gay still ain't learned her lesson because Cardi B already sued her into the ground. But an interesting story that came out of that, allegedly, is that remember when Kevin Hart got into that accident? Yeah. Yeah, supposedly I read something online where old boy like 
whoever was there, he paid somebody like oh, was heard, it a I couple heard. million or something like I heard that. It was, uh, like four million. Uh, four? He took, took the took the fall for the DUI. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you could have gave me like Sign four thousand, baby. Well, I probably nah, not mean nah, not four nah, thousand, nah, forty thousand. Look, you could have gave me one million. Fuck the four million. You give me one million, I'm eating that charge all day. It's just a DUI, reckless endangerment, that too crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. I ain't he says four million. I thought it was four only million. Like one million, maybe. But dang, I've yeah. been like, what is a car? <laughs> I'm cool. I, I Uber wherever I gotta go. I'm cool. I'm so I don't need what no license for three years. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so I'm saying we was talking about what we would do for 10k. <laughs> Listen, four million, do do four, four million. million. I'm taking that charge and who, and who I gotta take out. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> damn, who I gotta take out is a, who I gotta take. Out. I gotta take out your mom, your grandma, your your sweet auntie, yeah, all them. Four listen, million. Man, hey, listen, they lived a good life. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma lived a good life. She had it coming. <laughs> and she think, because uh, I know, like, dude, if dude could pay somebody off for four million, his money must be super long. Oh, Kevin so Hart, yeah, his, so his net worth is at like six, seven hundred million now. So yeah, so she she done pissed off two like people with tons of money. Their lawyer is gonna be crazy. I'm trying to figure out how is she even getting money because because I believe pretty. Uh, I think I think Cardi B like. Garnishes some of her money, so it's like she's still YouTubing and all that kind of shit. So she I know, does. but her shit is getting garnished from her accounts. And I, mean, all I don't think they're taking all of it. No, yeah, but they're taking like you know, as that money go in there, they're taking some of that, and now you picking with Kevin Hart. You want another nigga to come in and be garnishing? Like you're gonna be out here down all the way bad, bro. Like once these people get a taste of that social media, and you don't have to actually work like the rest of us jackasses. It's hard to let that go and just go get a job. You know what I'm saying? I think her husband's a regular, but family. you can have. I mean, there's a lot of media personalities that have proved you can survive without getting sued. She's yeah. doing the most. She's getting sued every time you turn around because she's doing some defamation of character. Be a media personality that just talks about the facts. She's doing too much exposing. See, this one, I didn't think she'd get sued because it wasn't her. She's just doing an interview with someone who was saying all this stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's the way she went about the interview because I didn't really watch the whole Yeah, but thing. it's her platform, so it automatically falls on her. That's the thing. If someone went on your platform and mm-hmm. said it would be some Because you post. have the ability to edit, cut, remove, decide not to post it. It's just like a few a while back, she was on Joe Budden's podcast. She was? Yeah. I never saw that episode. Because he didn't release it. <laughs> That's what uh, I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. She was on there talking some shit, and he thought about it like... You know what? I don't think I'm gonna release this. And then when he decided not to release it, she went on a fucking fuck Joe Budden spree, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm glad I didn't do it." Yeah. So, because she probably was on there running her mouth, and he was like, "Y'all not gonna have my platform messed up." Yep, yep. So yeah, so she was out there just talking reckless, and he made the conscious thing like, "Yeah, I'm not putting that out." I mean, he didn't do that with Melissa Ford, but hey, that's another discussion, <laughs> bro. I know, like. I haven't listened to the last like couple podcasts for his, um, but she kind of gets on my nerves. <laughs> and they, she is like, not, they don't hold her accountable for she. She be on there saying some bullshit. But I think that's part of Joe Budden's genius strategy is having her on there, pissing everybody off, but they still yeah. be listening or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that she could survive in that room with just men—that's a win. She because not ev- not women are, women aren't built for that position. And she can handle herself in that position. And 
like you said, part of his genius, she stirs up a lot of shit. Well, see, I don't think it's that she can handle herself. I don't even think she handles herself. I think because she's Melissa Ford, that name means something, she yeah. gets a certain amount of respect in the room. And Joe Budden enforces that, too. Yeah. So most of the time, she kind of shrinks in. She says her little bullshit. I mean, I don't think Oh, she no, really no. Knows. What I mean by handles herself, I mean, like, she could take, she could take the jabs is what I'm saying. Mm, dude, there's a... The last like three podcasts I heard that were all at the end of like November, I heard this nigga Joe Budden say "not too much on mail" plenty of oh, times. Oh yeah, yeah. And he ever said "not too much on ish," "not too much on ice," no, "not too much not. on flip." No. no, no. So she's getting looked out for. So she's not like carrying herself. They are pushing her along. I think she's even able to do that because she does command a certain amount of respect because of who she is. That yeah. is not someone they'd have to get another woman who could command that kind of respect in a room yeah, or happen. or she would have to really be able to hold her own and if she did and she got loud and aggressive like the rest of them then everybody would be calling her aggressive loud bitch it's like a lose-lose so actually i think it's perfect for her it's perfect like yeah it's the best move she yeah. still be able to be demure and feminine and whatever the hell people like but also still commands a yeah. certain amount of respect yeah. and he yeah. reinforces it yeah so and it works out and she and she sounds she sounds fairly educated you know I'm oh glad. yeah fairly i mean she don't sound stupid but I don't wouldn't say she sounds I don't agree with all her takes, but when I say she sounds fairly educated, you know, she she can express herself, articulate her words correctly. That's what I mean. She sounds fairly educated. You think we need to get a girl? Hey bro, we talked about this already. We got girls, dog. You know what I'm saying? Put it there. So <laughs> we got we gotta get the right one, I guess. Yeah. What'd you think of Lola? She was cool. I don't think she talked to that though. Um, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I guess I should have probably brought that up. But I guess while we're here on air, we might as well talk about it a little bit. Um, she said that she enjoyed her experience here and she would be more than willing to come back. Okay, just tell her to bring it up. Bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she would be down. She's better dude, your boy Reed was almost a waste. That nigga barely spoke. Damn. He was he's shy. He's shy. Nah, he's like, look, look, I'm a hot take. Reed. We had some conversations before this thing, bro. It seemed to me like you had some trepidations because you didn't want to embarrass your wife. Take it from a married man, bro. They're going to be pissed off anyway, nigga. <laughs> At least might as well have fun while they're being pissed off. Yeah, have fun. Have fun. <clears throat> Come on here, say some shit, bro. Like, Danny was like really trying to, yeah, just shovel out, really yeah, trying to dig yeah. it out of him. Yeah, yeah, I was. Come on, I bro. Was. Come back. We'll give you another chance. Maybe. Maybe you embarrass your wife a little bit. Come on out of here, bro. Maybe do a maybe do a mega episode, both of them. Whoa, I don't know. Why not? Might be able to work. Might be able to work. Then we, then we then we can let the, then we can let y'all decide who to have come back and who to not bring back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, I I enjoyed it when she was here too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you got anybody else you want to bring? Oh, you know my homeboy Rashad, big up Rashad. If you ever uh, or you're watching this. He said he wanted to come on to you know Rashad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, come on through, bro. Like you know, I fucks with you. I see him out and about in the bars and clubs and whatnot. Yeah, I saw you with that saucy little pose with the big hat and the blue boots on. Yeah, I saw that shit, nigga. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, he posted that shit, bro. You, this dude's this <laughs> a dude's, description of it. Dude was laid up against the wall like this, with his feet crossed with the shiny blue boots on. I was like, okay, saucy. Hey, that's how that's how you bagging him out here. That's how you bagging him out here, dog. <laughs> Like only, straight only, only a confident man can walk around wearing that kind of stuff. I ain't confident. <laughs> I ain't wearing that shit. You haven't even seen it. 
it was the way. It was, nah, it's I'm not cool. that. I mean, it's it's nah. it's a little saucy, but it's not like nah. you know. I'm good. Just the way you describe it, you sound like some cowboy <laughs> shit. Oh, nah, I'm cool. nah, it wasn't one of those. It was one of those Anthony Hamilton brimmed hats. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I see what uh, you're saying. I see yeah. what you're saying. And he had like a blue shirt on and the boots. I'm, bro, I'm still barely getting into my forties. Let me uh, quit trying to age me. I feel like if I wore that, I'd be looking fifty. He didn't look. He didn't look like. He didn't look like yeah. an old man. And then, no, how old is he? Well, I mean, yeah, he's all right, yo. It, it was fresh either yeah. way, my nigga. Don't worry. Yeah. But yeah, come, come on the pod. Come on the pod, and let's have some fun. Pause. But yes, you're welcome to come, come through. Bro, you always thinking of something gay. What so are you it's talking about? I mean, you was just like extra with the. Come on the pod. Come on, like, come on, like all how that, that gay. Please tell me how was that gay. <laughs> All right, uh, listen, uh, like, share, subscribe. On that note, we about to get up out of here. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> <laughs>